Geek Out! Hello, and thank you everyone for listening to yet another episode of our Geek Out podcast. My name is Spaniard, also known as Eddie, and with me as always, breaking shells with her feet, coughing, (laughs) Tisa Bobisa. Yes, yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Geek Out podcast. I am excited about this Huge mistake that I just made two seconds before we hit record. Two? Two? Oh, Jesus. my voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Wow. I like a 12-year-old boy hitting puberty. There you go. Anyway, yeah, I have my feet up. I, my desk is very small. It has two shelves on the inside of it on the bottom part. I have my feet up on it. That's how I kind of game and stuff. Just chillax, you know, lean back. And I guess I put my weight on the wrong part of the shelf, and it just collapses. Oh, my God. Everything on it is all over the floor. But I was just like, it's okay. I'll pick that up later. We got And people podcast. who listen to our podcast know what you have on your desk. So <laughs> it's everywhere now. Yep, that little penis says rolling in the wind. <laughs> awesome. Probably made its remember way to the mouse penis. pad. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> the mouse pad. Yes, the yes, anime yes. mouse pad with the booty. There you go. Oh. Yes, so welcome, welcome. We have some interesting topics to go over today. I am ready to go. Span, you're ready to go. Always ready to go. I didn't have I didn't have an interest to drink water because it is still the weekend, so therefore I have here, listen to it. Ready? Ah, Did you hear it? Yeah, it sounded like something that is not water. It is not water. It's (laughs) ginger ale, my friends. Because that's somewhat healthy. Uh I mean sure (laughs) (laughs) anyway let's roll forward (laughs) all right so um before we get into our topics i have a little bit of a rant okay so uh yes 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 you started off with one last week about the lady who didn't know the difference between king kong and fucking godzilla so yeah uh so this one is a bit on a game i play on the daily so pokemon go right so right. I, I really enjoy the game because everyone knows. And if you don't, then you'll know now. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, right? And, you know, with Pokemon Go. Yeah, me. So, <laughs> And, you know, I just really enjoy it. And there was a point in time where I actually wasn't playing it that much because I was, you know, really into school and just trying to focus on everything. And uh, with my free time now, I've been, like, really into it. I've been doing a lot of, like, the gym battles and stuff, trying to catch, like, all the Pokemon. You know, the whole shabam. So, but in the game, you know, there are shinies, which are, you know, um, pretty much, like, discolored or you know newer colored forms of you know normal pokemon that you catch and they've been pretty popular ever since the first series has had them probably ever since red gyarados was introduced which is another pokemon and in this game it's they're pretty rare to find and they just released psyduck do you know the pokemon psyduck I do, of course. Okay. Exactly. Yes. You know, the Goofy, always confused, always like, it's almost like he's saying what as whenever he says his name, right? Because he's always confused. So really cool Pokemon. Exactly. (laughs) And they had just released Psyduck that he was going to be, or, you know, the Pokemon is going to be the newest shiny edition. Literally, literally for the last week, 
I have caught over a hundred. I shit you not. I will post a picture. Over a hundred different freaking Psyducks, and none of them were shiny. And then I have a friends list, right? So I see everybody on my friends list, and you can have a buddy Pokemon, meaning that if you walk with them, you know they can help you catch candies and stuff like that, and they're displayed on your page. My friend Kim, okay? God bless her. My friend Kim, I'm scrolling through today, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go give gifts. You know what I see as her buddy Pokemon? Shiny fucking Psyduck. And it just, no. it, it just, it griped me, okay? Okay? It, it just really, you know, as Peter Griffin would say, it grinded my gears, okay? It grinded and, your gears? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, and I immediately text her. I immediately text her, and I'm like, listen. And I send her, I send her the pictures of all my Psyducks that I've caught. I'm like, I literally caught 100 Psyducks. Every time a Psyduck appeared, I caught it okay none of them were shiny how in the hell did you catch a shiny you know what her reply was the little emoji with all the laughing faces and then she had the audacity to send me a picture of all of the shiny pokemon that she has caught in the last seven days seven days tisa all these shiny pokemon i'm talking legendaries i'm talking you know really rare pokemon all these and multiple of them not just one random and you know what she says it's all luck and i'm like bullshit like <laughs> like what the hell like i'm sitting here catching all these fucking pokemon of the same type and then i look over my friend has the exact pokemon i'm trying to get i'm like what the hell so i just had to throw that out there that you know no matter how many fucking psyducks you catch you may be as unlucky as i am that you're not gonna catch that goddamn shiny so just had to throw that out there Maybe somehow, some way, you have disturbed the Pokemon gods, and they are not pleased with you. And so they will not bless you with that shiny Psyduck. I, I, so I have a have really, yourself. really hard time believing that, since I play Pokemon <laughs> on the norm. I have, like, Pokemon Every everything. Every day of your life. Yes! So, like, what the hell? And then this, you know, random people, they're like, oh, yeah, I just caught this random shiny. It looked cool because it was a different color. What? You know, so I'm just, I, I don't know. I just I just had to kind of let that go. Tomorrow will be a different day, you know? So, I'm, and I was even thinking, I was like, you know what? You know, on Wednesday, because Wednesdays are my days off, right? I'm like, on Wednesday, should I just forget doing my code and my certification studies and just go somewhere and walk all fucking day until I finally catch a shiny to please myself like i I don't know i I, like i said i just felt like i had to share that you know i was just like i had to kind of you know that's what we're here for right to kind of get stuff off our chest that we need to when that that stuff happens so exactly this is a safe place exactly you can can vent everything you need to vent here there you go there you go so all right i've said what i need to said so let's just let's just get right into it now. well while we're talking about the pokemon (laughs) yes i mean did did you see that link that i put on our facebook page our geek out facebook page about the the artist who did the real life pokemon yes yes i actually incredible i saw that and then um a podcast listener of ours uh cassie sent it to me too and i was just like the amount and you know what at first when they first started doing i was like oh my god are they gonna show all 150 pokemon um it's definitely in the 150 pokemon like class series so like the original pokemon set um but it it didn't do it of all of them but they Mm -hmm. look so damn 
good. Like, probably my favorites were the uh, starters. So, like, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. I think they look really, really cool. So, and I love the shading. Whatever shading, you know, art style that um, did to go ahead and create that. I really like that. Had a really cool, like, dark but realistic feel to it, if that makes sense. Yes, and I've seen that um, on a lot of them. He kind of twisted some imagination with some actual real animals, too. You could see some similarities of animals that actually do exist. Right, and like the Pikachu, put his own right? Tweet. Yeah, the Pikachu looked like a rabbit, and there was also one that actually looked like a dog or a fox or whatever, and he just kind of really did a great job. So if you're a Pokemon fan like our host Spaniard, and you haven't seen it yet, we I posted a link. It's on there. It's it's a video, maybe like what three to five minutes long. Spaniard, something like that. that. Yeah, and something it's like just that. really worth the the watch because it's amazing what he's um, accomplished with this uh, real life um, Pokemon art. So I thought that was really cool too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, anything. And I talking <clears throat> while we're on the topic, I also posted. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but dress shirts. Of yes! all the original 150 Pokemon, it's currently on a Japanese site looking to convert over. So you can go ahead and start your pre-orders now. They're a little expensive. Most of the cool stuff, and I, I mean cool stuff, the most popular Pokemon are already sold out. But they're looking to bring it here. And the, my first thought was like, if this comes here, my entire wardrobe of dress shirts would be Pokemon. I would actually be okay with that. You know what, though? Like, all right, so you know when you work in a business atmosphere, you know, they have the dress code super strict. It's like, you know, business professional, you've got to wear the tie. you got to wear either some kind of a blazer or a bow tie or button down with the long sleeves and everything like that. And so I would say if it's within the regulations of the dress code, I don't see why you can wear these Pokemon shirts to work. Oh, I would you know still I mean? do it. If you work in an office, <laughs> why the fuck not? Hey, it, it fits the dress code. It's ironed. It's clean. It's buttoned down. I've got my tie. Yes, it has a Charmander on it, but it's a tie. Get yes. off my ass. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you got against my shirt? You, what do you hate it because I'm a nerd? Yeah, you hating on exactly. nerds now. Exactly. Oh, you messed with the wrong person, my friend. <laughs> because my people have multiplied. Yes. No, we'll just keep multiplying. We, we have yes. taken over the world, our nerds. Yes, yes. So, uh, now that we got our Pokemon fix out, let's get yes. into our topics, which happens to start with, I would probably have to say, like, in a realm of a guess, and by guess, I mean I may be spot on here, probably yours and I's favorite all-time horror game series that being resident evil yeah dude like i love resident evil i can't even tell you how excited i am and jealous at the same time to watch these twitch streamers playing it like uh i get really jealous and i really want the game really bad because i have one on my desktop but i think uh for resident evil i would rather play it on the console i don't know why because I've played it on console in the past, and then this is the first game I've owned on PC. And I think for this new one, I'm probably going to buy it on console again. Okay. All right. What well, it well, the thing is, like, the, when the Resident Evil 2 game was announced, right, back in, way, way back when in E3, you and I freaked out, okay? We freaked out, because we were like, holy shit, this looks awesome. This I is, like, true. I 
stopped breathing when they announced it. Like, Maybe. I, in my heart skipped a co- couple beats and like, I think I scared whoever was sitting next to me. They're like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I almost died there. It's fine. I'm fine. I just got a little excited. Yes. It's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it just, uh, just seeing more gameplay though. I was just watching the other day a few um, streamers play it. I'm just like, man, this looks really good. But as much, and I think I texted this to you too, and I was like, I really want this game, but goddamn responsibilities, man. Because I'm just mm-hmm. like, I like, I am in the point right now where I can actually enjoy the games I play, which I'm in, I'm lo- I'm loving, I'm absolutely loving because I've been playing um, the Switch like nonstop, especially um, with my wife. So that's been fun. That way we can have some gaming time and you know some um, couple time as well. So that's been really cool. And then just on the PC, I have been revving it up with Magic, which I'll bring that up in a little bit. Um, and like. I feel like I can spend $60 on a game, but knowing what games are just on the horizon, for instance, right? Kingdom Hearts 3 in just a few short days. Um, Devil May Cry, right? Devil May Cry Mm -hmm. comes out in March. Mortal Kombat 11 in April. And then uh, a game we're going to be talking about here soon, Anthem, just next month. So with that being said, like as much as I'm a Resident Evil fan and I think the Resident Evil 2 game looks absolutely amazing, like worth the $60, just for the type of games I like and where I stand right now, I feel like this is a game later on, probably around either Halloween time, which would be awesome, like perfect timing, right? Or, you know, around one of the Steam sales that I would definitely pick this up at a lower amount where I would be able to play it and actually sit and enjoy it. But what about you? Uh, well, I don't have it, but I want it. So <laughs> I think that, you know, and, and we all have those struggles, right, Spaniard? Like, where bills, children, job, you know, responsibilities. You have to buy groceries sometimes. You know, you got to feed yourself. You got to care, take care of the necessities in life before you can really just buckle down and buy all the games that you want to play. Oh, yes. Not to mention, and I don't know if... I'm the only one who's guilty of this, but have any of you just like gone crazy going, I want this game, I want this game, I want this game. You buy them all and you just don't have the time to play them. Guilty! And dude, I am so <laughs> guilty of this. Like, uh. I buy all these games that I love and I know I'm going to love playing. But, you know, life, dude. You got to work 40 hours a week, then you come home, you got to cook dinner. By the time you cook dinner, you got to like have sex with your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever. And... You just, oh, man, by that time, you just want to lay there and watch some fucking Netflix, right? You don't want to do anything else. And, of course, like, finding the time to play games is difficult. So when you have such a variety, I don't know about you, like, when I'm stuck on a game, I'm stuck on it for a while. Like, I will play it until I either beat it or I rage quit. One of the two. And sometimes I'll rage quit just because... I can't stand something happening. We've gone, we've gone over this before in previous episodes where I'm like you get stuck, 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 stuck. You can't get past this part, and you just say, "You know what? Fuck this game!" And you like <laughs> shove the remote out of your face, and then you don't come back to it for like six months. Yes, but uh, I've done that. So as far as that, like that, all being said, this game uh, is probably at the top priority list for me as far as buying games. It's up there with. Uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts is obviously number one. I already pre-ordered that, so Woo! that's coming in. 
this one is up there. I want Red Dead Redemption. That's up there. I don't have that one yet, but I want it. Um, so for my PlayStation 4. Right, um, right, right. So I want to get all these games, and I've seen a lot of good feedback, and that's another thing for me. I don't buy games right when they come out. I like to f- see other people play them. Oh, did you hear that? I think my Alexa is listening. Shh. Oh, my God. So so creepy, right? Stop listening to us! Damn Stop it! Stop listening! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, anyway, God. Dude, I am I am so excited for this game. I'm unfortunately, you know, after Christmas and everything else, January is just a really tight month for me as it is for, I'm sure, a lot of our listeners as well. Yes, so yes. So as soon as income tax comes in, if the government ever opens again, <laughs> uh, I will <laughs> I will definitely be buying this game. I okay. am 100% going to buy it because I know that it doesn't really matter. It's like Mortal Kombat for me. You ever have a game that you just know you're going to love? It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Resident Evil is like that for me. With like just like uh, Mortal Kombat and all those other ones. Like if it comes out with a new one, I'm down. Like I'm ready to go. Just like Kingdom Hearts, I'm down, ready to go. I'll buy it first day. It's fine as long as I have the money. So unfortunately, my priority was Kingdom Hearts for this go around, and that's probably the only game I'm going to get until I get my income tax money. So that that's a great priority, though. That like- is that is number one. That's my game. And besides. As far as time, like I said, you got to make time to play games when you're adulting, right? Yes. So yes. Kingdom Hearts is going to be my main focus for a while. Yeah, and- <laughs> so even if I bought other games, I wouldn't be playing them. I'd be playing Kingdom Hearts. So it's okay for me to wait to buy Resident Evil. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those games that you're going to spend so much time in. And even if like you still haven't beaten it or if you do beat it by the time let's say like uh mortal kombat comes out right mortal kombat 11 mm-hmm. it's a game that you'll go back to which exactly. is kind of what i wanted to break, yeah go get the mortal kombat fix then that's like a quick round thing you're not gonna spend like weeks playing that you you might i mean you could i might <laughs> yeah exactly like i probably would too and then you know get your mortal kombat fix go back to you know kingdom hearts and then continue on your journey because that's exactly what it is it's a fucking journey exactly love um so yeah i mean that's definitely one that i'm gonna buy for sure okay cool cool that's that that's good to hear that's good to hear so i mean there's there's definitely this is going to be a great year for gaming i know myself once everything is good to go and figure out you know after graduation hopefully getting like a way better job in pay and just you know like something that i actually want to do um you know hopefully then i can go buy more games because like like you said i have been a victim and guilty of just buying like five or six games and the funny part about that tisa i'll be completely honest with you probably the last time i did that was probably like a couple years ago and all brand new games i'm talking triple a titles everybody wants to play these games but you know what i found myself doing like i get into these games and then i'm like oh my god i have so much and i want to play one over the other but then afterwards i'm like you know i actually want to go back to something i know and of course i go back to something like skyrim <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's like i i, 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 I exactly and it's like it, <laughs> because it, you're comfortable with it i'm like yeah and, dude, and then i, I feel I, you man i uh, do the same thing it's just like same yeah so i think buying one game at full price and knowing you're gonna spend a lot of time with it and then saying you know what i played this for about like 
27 hours i think i could take a break so i'll go back to something i like like in your case probably like dead by daylight you know so you yep, just be like oh yeah exactly like i'll go back to that and go through there so you know well i think i think that is the course that we chart nowadays and just moving forward so but that's cool i, I look forward to um the resident series so that way we can get a little more feedback but going into it you brought up a topic saying that it looks like netflix is gonna try their take on a Resident Evil series. So I definitely have a few opinions on this, but I definitely want to hear yours first, and then we can go from there. All right, so Netflix clearly has uh, proven that they are able and capable of making amazing series and movies. Yes. And, you know, they're also capable of making absolute trash movies and series. Trash! I mean, it's a hit or miss, and that's the thing that really worries me when they're so inconsistent. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's because they kind of just mix and match their talents and, you know, grab whoever is ready to work on the project. I'm not exactly sure how they do their contracting and how they, you know, pick the people that they pick to produce these um, great movies or terrible movies. Whatever the case, with Resident Evil... It could go one of two ways, okay? Like, I've seen how they've done, um, what is that one? Dust Till Dawn, I think uh-huh. it's what it's called. Now, that was a series, um, which I absolutely love the movie. And when they came out with a series, I watched it. And I would say, like, the first season was amazing. Okay. Kind of lost me, and so you know when they do the the video game stuff, like they're doing The Witcher that's coming out, right? So uh, and they picked a really great actor to play Geralt. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I'm biased and I love Resident Evil, the whole entire brand. I love the entire thing, the idea. I love everything about it, the umbrella, you know, all of that. But. I just really hope they do it right. I want it to be scary. I don't want it to be like corny. <laughs> like the movies. You know how the yes. movies, they just got out of control. Yes, absolutely. Crash, yes, right? yes, yes. Those first few movies were amazing. And then it just went downhill from there. Like, Very downhill. downhill. And I just hope that they are leaning more the original movie, the first and second maybe, and, and not leaning towards the tail end of the movie series you know like yes. I, I you can either hit one side of the spectrum or the other and that's the only thing i'm worried about like i want it to be so badass because i know resident evil has such potential in yes. making a great series you know it's it really just matters most of who they decide to put this together in my opinion and hopefully they pick someone who's good <laughs> <laughs> i agree I, I agree with you a hundred percent i feel um resident evil as a whole has so much material that you wouldn't think that somebody could screw that up but as hollywood has shown us they can't oh, yes. so um oh, i mean i i'll admit i like how they closed off the um movie series as a whole all seven mm-hmm. movies that were attached probably like four out of them were actually really good um the other three maybe four you can question were just like what did i just watch this is not resident (laughs) evil um was i here just for uh, mia jovovich you never know so um but what i feel if they want to do this right like if this happens if they want to do this right they could they could start this so easy for themselves all they would have to do 
is base it off of the very first game and that being the mansion right just get five or six people enter the mansion everyone knows about the mansion so it's not you know nothing that we haven't seen but the the eerie house like scene is definitely better than going outside or you know in the tunnels and stuff like that like you can you can have all that afterwards because in that mansion there's so much random stuff right now as we said last week as far as spoilers listen this game the first resident (laughs) evil game (laughs) is hundreds of years old so but you start off this game and then when you first see the first zombie which we have talked about this on our podcast before it was like the scariest thing ever you're like holy shit and you're just running around in corner (laughs) then these dogs just bust through the fucking windows just gouging blood and stuff and then randomly you walk into a library and there's a fucking gigantic snake you're like what is going on? So I just feel that. What if, kind if, of beast <laughs> asshole am I in right now? <laughs> and you come into like a hallway, a room, and another room, and there's like four different beasts coming at you. Where the fuck am I, dude? Like, what is happening right now? I'm so scared. I'm going to shit my pants and then probably just lay there in it because I don't want to move. I don't want to <laughs> go in another room. I don't want to have a beast attack me. It's just, it's crazy, and it gets your heart pumping, and you're on the edge of your seat, and that's the kind of shit that I want to see in the series. I think, I think if they, if they can at least go from that, like if they focus on the games, like what material comes from the games, and not look at the movies, I okay. really feel that they can like collaborate for a good story. Like I'm not saying copy it to a T, but no. like if if they could just get that eerie sense of like you're alone there are these creatures it's dark you only have a you know a little bit of ammo so you got to use your knife for most of the shit so you can save it like i think that'd be really really cool and another thing like if they if they go based off of like the actual characters right and not just come up with new characters or even like make characters whack the biggest character that i hope that they do do right which is a huge character in the series is wesker because Wesker turned into, like, a huge fuckface in the movie series. Like, what the hell did they do with that character? I I have no idea. Wesker is such an awesome character and starts off with the people, you know, with Umbrella and stuff, and then turns. So I think they can do something really cool if they bring that specific character and do that character justice. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm all right if they make up characters, right? Because didn't you say Alice or whatever? She wasn't even a character in the games, right? Right. She was just made up. And she was badass. So, I mean, I like her. She's awesome. So, I mean, it's okay if if it's in that class, if she's badass. And they're cool. But I would love to see, like, the core characters from the games come to life on screen. And I think that'd be really cool. So, I mean, I agree with you. If they stick to the games... And they stick to this kind of the storyline, eaten it loosely, even like you said, it doesn't have to be like exactly like a replica, but it could take some of the plots from the games and really run with it. Because let's be let's be fucking real here, all right? No, no, I mean I won't say no adaptation from a video game, but a lot of times when they make a movie or a series based off a video game. It's not really close to the actual video game. A lot of times they just kind of run with it. And if they have an actor that gets a great positive feedback, they just go with that actor. And they're like, okay, we made a lot of good ratings on this person. We're going to keep them. We're going to just zoom in on their fucking face. We're going to make them do all kinds of shit. Forget the game. Forget it. 
we're just going to do this and we're going to make tons of money, right? So they want to just focus on what's going to be more popular and shit. So hopefully we just do it the right way. We go forward and we stick to the games and stick to what we love and what we know about Resident Evil. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to the series. And as far as Netflix series is concerned, I mean, hopefully they can stay on with the um, the Witcher and it can be just as badass. Like, I just want to see more. You know, I want to, I can't wait. I don't even know when, but like, I want, because I, I am a huge fan of the Witcher. You know this. I yes. Love yes. I love that game, especially Witcher 3. Oh my God, it's so gorgeous. Um, and I really hope that they just, they just, Oh, I want to see just blood. I want to see just madness. I want to see quests. I want to see him riding on Roach. I just want to see all the things that I love about the game come to life. And I, I really hope they do it. Just please don't screw it up. Netflix, uh, we, we will see. We will see. I think a lot of people, especially if you're the fan of the third, you may be a bit... Uh, I How should I put this? Um, thrown back. Disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to really use that because, like you said before, uh, the gaming community, and we are part of that gaming community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we're very passionate about our games. So when you're gonna say, "Hey, that we're gonna make a series based on this," you want to make sure it's done right. And I mean, let's just face it: whether it's TV series, movies, whatever like that, gaming adaptations have not been the best they've been shit they've been yes yes they have they have there have been a few that have been like you know what i'll take it and there have been a few where be like you know what that was actually better than i thought it would be but yes i just feel because the 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 gerald or the geralt i should say however you want to say it i say gerald um i say gerald too i feel a lot if you played witcher 3 you'll be disappointed because this is going to be a younger geralt for one Two, we don't know how far back it is going to be, right? So we do know it's going to be young Geralt because with the pictures that they have shown thus far, um, he's completely shaven. It's a younger version, and some of the scarring he has throughout the series is not there. So wait a minute, okay? But does he have white hair? He, of course, Geralt's okay, always have he, white hair. Even I know. From the I'm first just series. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm yeah, he's got saying, white the hair. The butchers and all that. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. The eyes, the hair in the eyes. Yes, yes, yes. All so right, he's okay. he's already a witcher, but we just don't know how early it's going to start on because there are a lot of novels that were written before the games came out, and then the games came out, and it was based off of Project, Project Red doing it from the novels. So we'll see. So I, I just feel like a lot of people are going to anticipate a very, like, you know, I don't give two fucks kind of Geralt, but I think, you know, it may be a little bit different, but we'll see what they do with it. So as far as that... I'm all right with that. Because you yeah. know I love a good uh, developer. So if it leads to that and it starts out with a different kind of Geralt, then that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that as long as it's done well, you know. We shall and see. And it keeps my attention and it's not boring. I'm just worried it's going to be boring. I think, you know? I, think, I think that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be boring. I'm really scared that it's going to be boring. But I, we'll I feel see. like we'll if it, it may start out with eight episodes, the first seven episodes are talking, storyboarding, Ugh. romance, stuff like that, and then you're gonna Fucking fight romance. You're bullshit. gonna fight the Griffin at the very end, and then season two. That I, that's just how I feel like it's gonna happen. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you know they probably will do that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, as far as like gaming, though, I know that a friend of mine at 
His name is Kevin. He is a listener of the podcast. So, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Doorman. Doorman? Oh, Yes, okay. okay. So, let me tell a funny story about this. Kevin's going to kill me. uh, About this nickname that I gave my friend Kevin. So, he is a very sweet and uh, great gentleman. And when at 5 o'clock hits, it's like a stampede of wild animals. Just heading for the door, right? And Kevin is usually very casual. And he'll hold the door open because he... He doesn't want to, like, drop the door in someone's face, right? So he just holds the door open, and people just trample him. They just keep going and going and going and going and going, and he doesn't leave the door for someone, you know? So he just holds the door forever for everyone to pass through until there's a gap, and then he'll let the door go. He's very polite, you know? And so every time I come down there and I see him holding the door, I'm like, what's up, doorman? And he always rolls his eyes, shakes his head. He's like, damn it, Tisa. <laughs> So it's become a thing. I say, I say, hi, hey, what's up, doorman? And that's his nickname. Uh, I think at first he hated it, and now it's just kind of grew on. It's just a part of his identity. And then, you know, people that I work with, they know him as doorman. Like a couple of times they're like, what's his actual name? I'm like, it's Kevin. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he is not Kevin. He is, but anyway. he is doorman. Yeah. He is a, uh, a loyal listener to the show, and he loves it. And uh, he also is very excited about this game. Now, I'm not uh, 100% certain that I'm sold on this game, nor do I think that it'll be a first-day buy for me. But the game is called Anthem. Okay. Uh, now, I showed you this game, uh, Spaniard. You mm-hmm. watched a little bit of gameplay on it. So I know you had an impression. So how do you feel about this game, and what do you think? Well... <sighs> At first, I was super stoked because we talked a little bit about this on E3 episode. And the reason I was stoked, and I should say the only reason I was stoked, is because there were only like a few pictures. There wasn't really too much to be shown. And the biggest thing was that it was made by Bioware. For those of you who don't know who the fuck Bioware is, get out. No. So Bioware is the creators and story makers of the likes of Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and two of my all-time favorite series as far as like story and um, character development and choices. Like the choices in these games are absolutely amazing and the battling systems and just like the overall like achievements that you can do are just enormous. So Bioware that's what they are known for. And then it was shown with this game, but it, it just it literally just looks like a Destiny kind of style game, which, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed the first Destiny. I can't lie. The second one was absolutely trash. Um, but, you know, like, it looks cool. Like, I, I will admit it looks cool, but it doesn't look like anything special. Like, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing the graphic-wise or, you know, gameplay or anything like that. But it doesn't look like anything that I haven't seen. And that's the thing. With the Bioware games, usually when you see it, I'm like, whoa, this is different. And then they did mention there is currently no, like, story or kind of, like, changes or romances or anything like that. It is just strictly you're a dude or a dudette and you get in these, you know, like, machines called javelins, and then you just go and hunt monsters and just try to save the world, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. I did get to play a little bit of gameplay when, uh, I think it was last November or December when they did, like, a, you know, beta kind of thing, and I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, Teamed up with random people. We did, like, a few missions, whatever. It ends the beta. It says, thank you for playing. Done. But, again, for me... 
I'm very disappointed that it doesn't feel like a Bioware game. And then two, I just feel like this is that type of game that you're going to want to play with people. Like, if you play this game solo, you'll probably just be like, eh, you know, like, you know, for me, (laughs) I'll be like, I'll just go play Skyrim. (laughs) because i'm playing by myself so but i mean that's my take on it right now um i did just see some gameplay like you said really cool customization we did talk about that a little bit last week so that's really important really cool customization um the gameplay looks really nice there's tons of action so you'll never be bored as far as action um but for me i'm just i'm missing that story aspect it just looks really like straightforward bland like you do a mission you're done then you do the next one so but what's your take on it what's your take on this whole thing well, all right. So I like you. I do enjoy a story in a game. However, I don't necessarily need it to enjoy a game either. So um, for me, I thought the game looked badass. I thought it looked amazing and fun and beautiful, pleasing to the eye. Um, just the entire atmosphere from the gameplay that I did see just looked so damn good. Um, I love that. Like you said, you could customize it, and the ja- the javelins—that's what the mechs are called. Yes. Like the the uh, okay. So all right. So when I saw them flying around the chair, I'm like, they can fly. <laughs> oh like I thought that was awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream in your ear, but I got really excited because uh, a lot of these games—that's kind of unique in a way, you know—and you get that on some games. But I really like the way they move. They're so fluid. It's really nice, you know, and you can shoot and everything like that from up above, and um really enjoyed it the way it looked Mm -hmm. and so as you said this is a game that you'd probably enjoy with other people which is fine you know because you can get a squad together and whoop some motherfucking ass so uh (laughs) and that sounds like a really good time to me yes i mean i have got i've enjoyed several games that have absolutely no story at all like i literally have i don't know how many hours in dead by daylight and there's absolutely no story at all in that game you go in there you fix gens you try not to get killed that's the game you know and also you go in uh like what's the game that i play killing floor strictly just go in with a group of people it's first person shooter you shoot the zombies you got so and how many however many zombies in each wave you survive 10 waves that's the game you know and so there are some games for me that are still just enjoyable just kind of like just a time suck, just kind of like pass the time, you're bored or whatever, and you kind of play those, they're quick rounds, you're in, you're out, you can play with other people, you know, co-op or whatever, and it's fun. Now, if I'm playing by myself, like you said, if I'm playing by myself, I have other games I'd myself. I'd rather play Kingdom Hearts by myself, I'd rather play, you know, Witcher by myself. I have my, my alone time games, and I have my social games that I play with my friends. So this game, Anthem, looks like a game that I would just play with my friends. You see what I'm saying, Spaniard? I, I do. I do. I, I get so you on I that. I think I could definitely enjoy this game. But like I said in the beginning, it, I don't think it's a game that I would buy like right off the back. Like, like day I think one. I would def- right. It would not be a day one for me. Uh, it's not even in a priority. But I do think it's really cool. Like if I ever caught it on sale or whatever, I'd pick it up just because it seems okay. like a fun game to play. So okay. I just wanted to mention that because if you guys haven't heard of it and you haven't really seen any gameplay, you should definitely look it up. It's something kind of uh, different, kind of a step outside your comfort zone if you're like a Call of Duty fan or a Halo fan or what was the other game you kind of, you said if like two games were combined, it would be this. What were the two games, Spaniel? Destiny and Warframe. That's that's the yeah. feel I got from this, yeah. Yeah, so if you enjoy those games and you want to switch it up, I think you should definitely give it a shot. You'd probably enjoy it. If you have some buddies that you want to play with, 
pick it up. I think you'd enjoy it. I, like I said, it's beautiful. So check yes. out the gameplay on YouTube or something like that. Or even go on... Uh, I, th- I don't think they have it on uh, Twitch. I'll post I'll post not- a gameplay of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you guys, it's really cool. It's nice. So I yeah. just wanted to bring that up because Kevin was like, dude, this game looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll bring it up. Why not? Um, and you guys also, if you want to hear about a specific game or you want to hear our opinions on a, any kind of series or game or anything like that, hit us up. You know, if you know our number, text it to us. If you have our, us on Facebook, message us, drop a line on our Facebook page. Let us know what you want to hear about and we will talk about it. So, um, But that's what I have on games. Is there another game you wanted to bring up today, Spaniard? I did. I did. Um, quickly. So I... I have been playing a lot of Switch games as of late, and um, uh, I noticed on the page they had an announcement trailer for this little game. It's called uh, Wargroove, and I was like, well, that's a pretty interesting name. I'll go ahead and take a look at it. Of course, it was a clickbait, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So (laughs) I clicked on it, and I'm like, what is this? At first, it was like this anime kind of thing, and I'm like is this supposed to be a game? But apparently this was like the cinematic quote unquote intro, but it was done like anime style. I'm like, all right, let me fucking find the actual gameplay. So I know what it looks like. Cause you know, sometimes they'll get you with the cinematic. You're like, Oh, this is cool. And then you see the gameplay. Like what the fuck is this? So I thought it was going to be that, but no, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised that I was wrong. So, um, it's a, it's a pixelated style. It's called war groove. It's a, um, side, view um rpg kind of like turn-based action game and it has different factions has really cool like undeads humans like this egyptian group and these like plant um kind of factions it looks really cool like just a whole pixel and uh, you know me i'm a huge fan of like old school like pixelated type stuff and themes so this just for me like eye catching for that i was already sold and then I'm squealing too, but and then I saw the price and I'm like, it's $20. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me, you're guaranteeing me 50 hours of single gameplay. I can create my own custom maps. I can do this with different factions and I can play online together with somebody or against somebody. Yeah, 20 bucks sounds like a really fucking good deal. So I have been watching every possible gameplay I can of this. It looks really cool. If you're a fan of pixel-based type games like Octopath, Octopath Traveler, um, you know, it's by Square Enix, you know, the people who make Final Fantasy, one of the best series of all times um you know like they that game is very pixelated and it's really cool it's it doesn't look like anything like anthem right like gameplay wise looks really like realistic or anything like that but it has that nice cool feel to it old school really simple but you just love it you can appreciate that especially i feel like um gamers of our age where we came from that you know playing on the snes days and you know the old game boy remember the green screen big fat game boy stuff like that they just like just makes like these types of games like man i can really enjoy and put a lot of time into this game versus like you know a game you know of of the other ones that we have been talking about like a little bit so i I wanted to bring that up i um posted the trailer so you can check that out on our uh, facebook page it's really cool i think i posted on our instagram as well <clears throat> but I'll double check on that too. So I showed you a trailer of it. So what, what do you think about this style of game? Um, is it your style of game? And do you think it's cool pricing, all that kind of stuff? And you know, what, what do you think about games like this as a whole? Hmm. Well, I'll be honest with you. I have not played a pixelated game style since I was a kid. Okay. 
So uh, as a kid, I thought it was amazing. You know what I mean? And I, I enjoy games like that. Like I love old school like um, Pokemon games where it kind of, you know, you walk around and you do crazy shit and you whatever, you battle. Um, you got a little guy, tiny little guy, just like this little war group guys, you know, walking around. Um, and that was kind of like the thing back then. That's how it looks in this war groove game. You know, it's the same kind of like pixelated thing. You got your little map, you walk around and everything. Um, would I play it now? Eh, probably not. I mean, just because, I mean, I appreciate these kinds of games. I think they're really cute. And I could probably watch someone else play it. Because I'm weird. I don't know about you. Well, a lot of listeners, because we're all geek out. Geek out! We love to geek out and watch other people gaming. Hello, fucking Twitch, right? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I know I'm not alone in this. So I can sit here and watch someone else play it. Would I buy it for myself and play it? Probably not. Just because I'd rather spend spend my money and my time on other games that are a little bit more like whoa in your face i'm squeaking so much today <laughs> i don't know we keep squeaking like the the, the i'm watching I, I for for viewers who don't know like I, I will do a session where i record my screens and then like you can actually see what i see when we're doing the podcast but i view like our levels in our mics and our mics are hitting like red maximum every time we squeak so we're on a we squeaking like, rampage right now like what is going really, on really really loud <laughs> trying to tell us. They're like, shut the fuck up, you're too loud. Stop squeaking, damn it. All right, so you were saying this is not. You're 31 years old, stop squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You don't need anymore. Oh, uh, God. Anyway, so this is not my kind of game. Okay. Um, I do think it looks cute. I do think it would be fun. Um, and I do think I could probably go over to your house, eat your food, drink your beer, and watch it. Hey, but, uh, that's exactly what's going to happen next weekend, except it's going to be the opposite way. I'm going to be watching <laughs> you play. So, what the fuck? As long as you have <laughs> snacks, man. Have snacks and I'm there, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll order some food for sure. It's going to be a First great all, stream. If any of you guys have Spaniard on your personal Facebook page, you know this motherfucker has always posted the balling ass looking food, right? He's always posting mm, on Instagram mm, these videos mm, of mm, his food mm, that mm. he cooks for a and all these beautiful plates and i'm like sitting here looking at my damn spaghetti i'm like over there i want some gourmet snacks gourmet snack okay i can make that happen right? i can make I that happen gourmet snack none of this just cheese and crackers i mm. want some gourmet snacks figure it out i i will do i will it's do my special best. occasion yes special occasion where we'll we be streaming Kingdom Hearts 3, <clears throat> we're going to be playing it. We'll be just, it's a special occasion for our podcast. We got to do it up real big. And we're going to take pictures of these gourmet snacks just so we can make other people feel jealous too. All right. It shall be done. It shall be done. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I did want to bring up real quick too. We talked about the Resident Evil. We talked about Anthem, a bunch of other games and Pokemon Go and everything. But I did want to touch on some movies. Now, okay. I was hearing and seeing some things about Morbius, which is a Spider-Man villain. Now, we all had the Venom, right? The Venom, the, yes. the, the villain. 
Now that movie was entertaining, was yeah. badass, and would I watch it again? Hell the fuck yeah, I would. You know why? Because even though it had some hiccups for me and it wasn't totally smooth or how I wanted it to be, it was so entertaining. The the whole entire movie from beginning to end, and also whenever he Eddie Brock he became Venom, it was faster than I was anticipating. I don't know about you. Like yeah. when he just transforms into Venom, it doesn't take forever. It's not like this long ass fucking build up and then they show him at the end. Right. No. He was Venom the entire movie and it was awesome. So now we have Morbius, which is a villain in Spider-Man suit. And he is being casted as Jared Leto. So we saw Jared Leto as the Joker. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't entirely impressed. Neither was I. Um, so I, I'm not sure how you guys listeners feel about that and if you disagree with me please let me know and tell me your take on it but as far as a as a batman fan and person who's biased about pretty much anything that has to do with batman and the universe around him that was my by far my least favorite joker of all, of all time um but i as a as a person jared leto i admire him and his acting i do like him in most things he's ever done so hopefully he can redeem himself in this uh, Marvel Morbius character. So what do you think about this? <clears throat> I feel like it's doable, and here's the reason why. Okay, first of all, um, it's going to be Morbius. It's not going to be a version of Morbius. It's not going to be like a tattooed, weird, freaky, like we've never seen this style of Joker in our <laughs> life before type, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so it's, it's, the first, it's the first standalone for um you know a villain of this caliber right so we already got Ven yep. venom and now we got morbius so not a lot of people know more more people know about venom than morbius right of so course. i think in that sense like they have a lot that they can go off of whereas the joker we have seen multiple uh actors play this and multiple actors who have a high 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 standard and have all made the joker look absolutely amazing and as we speak they are still filming and or shooting and or working on the newest Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, which looks really, really damn good. So I just feel like Jared Leto is one of those actors that can really play anything. Kind of like we talked a little bit about Jake Gyllenhaal um, last week in regards to Mysterio for the Spider-Man. Um, I, I can see that happening. We haven't seen Mysterio. Mysterio is a cool character. Now we got Morbius as its own film. I feel like Jared Leto alone with that and having more screen time because a lot of people complain too that Joker did not have that much screen time and maybe with I a bit more agree. development it could have been it could have been better and I I do agree I do agree I with that agree. so yes. um I think I think this is a different kind of atmosphere not in the sense of DC to Marvel but in the sense that this is a character that most will probably not know about unless you're a Spider-Man, you know, like fanatic like myself. Super fan. And mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. And um, if you are a fan of Jared Leto, then you will want to see this and see how this is portrayed. And I feel like too because it's a bit more darker of a character as far as Morbius. It's not supposed to be like a funny or like kind of like a crazy character. It's more of a serious, eerie character. I feel like mm -hmm. he can play that very well moving forward. Absolutely. With it, so. He yeah. can do some really twisted stuff. I've seen him in some of his old work as far as like, um, oh shit, the movie, I can't think of the name of it, where he's a junkie 
Well, he's a junkie in several movies, to be honest. <laughs> as far as Morbius is concerned, I can I can totally see it pulling be him pulling it off because, first of all, when he shaved off his beard and you look at like Jared Leto's face, he could totally pull off a vampire look. Yeah, he has the hollow cheekbone, the high cheekbones. He's thin. He's pale. He's got the dark features. I I can't wait to see and this develop and get more pictures as you know him in costume in makeup. Um, and I really hope that it's badass because I think that for, first of all, I love vampires. You know, I do. Yes. So this can be really cool. I think it'll be awesome. So, um, hopefully as more develops, we'll talk about it a little bit more as it gets closer and more things are released. But all I know is that I'm a, I'm a super fan of Jared Leto. I love 30 seconds to Mars band. I love all his movies. Um, so I'm looking forward to this 100%. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be really cool. Probably first trailer will be released <clears throat> probably sometime summer, maybe if not fall um, of this year. So we can kind of see what they're working on moving forward. So it'll be really cool. I, I look forward to see exactly the um, way they're going to go about it, because the thing with the, <clears throat> the Venom film, right? Like it was good. It was definitely better than I thought it was going to be, which I mean, agreed. Hell, like I, I say, that's a that's a plus because I was expecting it to be pretty bad. I'm not going to lie; I thought it was going to be trash. <laughs> um, I still thought that, you know, the villain, even though Venom was the villain, <laughs> the other villain was absolute garbage, and the girl in there was just trash, and it was just like, what is going on? But you know, Tom Hardy yeah, is awesome, so. Love interest of Eddie Brock at all? Yeah, so it was just kind of like it was just there. So, but now my kind of thing now with this is I feel like can they make it work? Right? Can they just make it Jared Leto as the character being developed without some kind of counterpart? Because a lot of people were afraid with Venom that if Spider Man wasn't there, then it was going to be very hard for the character to develop. And I honestly felt that way. I felt like if you take out the girl and you take out the villain and you put in Spider-Man, Venom would have been fucking amazing. Like, I'm talking top notch. And maybe we'll see that in Venom too. But in Morbius, right, are we going to see Spider-Man? Is it just going to be just on its own? Like, what do we know? And the same thing we kind of talked about a bit about the Joaquin Phoenix. Like, you know, like, can the Joker just have a movie on its own? Like, or does Batman have to be there? For me personally, no. I feel like he does. No, no, no. But, You're wrong. But. You are so but, wrong. Because look at Venom. Look at it. Yeah. It was such a good movie. And it was better. It surpassed your expectations. It did. And I think for them breaking that barrier of we need a we need a hero. We need a hero. We need a hero. Well, they broke through that barrier and they're like, no, the Venom is badass and he will entertain people. And am I the only one, like, do you see that they're gearing up the villains for Spider-Man? I feel like they're they're kind of, like, gearing up all these villains here. And I'm like, what are you going to do with this? Hmm, I'm confused. <laughs> so, there is there is a, a part, which I won't do any type of spoilers here, because this will be a huge spoiler. But, in the comics, and if you're a huge fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think so, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> there is a point in the comics where Spider-Man is confronted, and it's actually led by a high-top villain. And these villains are called a certain group, hint, yep. hint, wink, wink, and yep. then they are released. 
um, to in particular to fight Spider-Man. So the way the Dude. movies are going right now and the way that the buildup is kind of happening, I feel like maybe that's what is happening right it's now. Going so you, in that so you yeah. may you may have you may be correct there, but we'll see. What well, you know? The that's only what thing I was I'm hoping t- you would pick up. <laughs> I'm just like, like they're building up some villains. Hmm. Hmm. I'm su- I'm suspicious. Yeah. Because I'm getting my hopes up, and I'm over here like a giddy little girl. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, I'm looking forward. I hope they are going in that direction, 100. percent We we shall see. If they do, it'll be one of the best movies ever made. Period. Dude, yes, I 100 percent agree. Period. Yes. Period. So uh, before we head off, I wanted to bring up um, this movie, which kind of just sprung up out of nowhere like there have been so many trailers on it it's a huge series this is the last of the trilogy how to train your dragon right and like awesome awesome movie i was so sad in the second one but you know like this one i really love how they have grown with this series like they they didn't make it very like um like crowded directly towards children it's great for kids but man does it have a very mature atmosphere as well to it like it has a lot of good growing points and i like that i like that in in these types of movies because you know me i'm a huge fan of animation and this one looks like it's going to be epic but this this is not supposed to come out until like towards the end of February. But apparently, Fandango is like, you know what? We know this is going to be a huge movie this weekend, people. Okay, February second, <clears throat> which is Saturday. Um, you can actually watch this movie like early, and I'm talking like three freaking weeks early. That's freaking amazing. Like, if you if you want to go see this with your kids before, like, the huge crowds come out, before people even know about it, just look on Fandango's site. Some cities have particular showings and stuff like that. And I love the first one. Really love the second one. Like I said, I was a bit emotional. But the third one, it just looks like it's going to be a really good finish. I'm sad to see it go. But what, what is your take? Do you love these uh, films of the Dragon series? I, oh my gosh, I love them so much i love them i love how to train your dragon nice and i think i i think i love them this much because they take their time yes they're not just pumping them out because they can they really have you know given us time to really develop a connection with these characters and as you said it's not too yes it's animated but at the same time like you said there is a very mature message that's being put across you know uh, i don't know about you but they definitely in each movie there is a clear message that they're trying to tell us and it comes through loud and clear and it hits you right in the fucking feels doesn't in it? the feels yeah oh yeah absolutely time, absolutely it, yep it's one of those movies that speaks to the children and the adults which I feel is is an amazing thing because you want it to be entertaining for the entire family, but you also want everyone to relate to that story. And I feel like How to Train Your Dragon really does an amazing job at doing that. Because as a parent, you know, as, as a parent, nothing is perfect. You can't ever do anything perfect when you're raising your children. And when you're in love with someone, you can never do anything perfect perfect you you want everything to be perfect and you can't things happen you mess up and these these movies really just hone in on the imperfections of life and how to cope and how to make yourself stronger and better 
for the future and for your family and for your loved ones and just everything really interlocks perfectly, doesn't it? Yes, it's just it's really absolutely. well done. And the characters, oh my lord! <laughs> Let me just tell you, I enjoy every single one of them. Even the the little uh, counterparts, like I love Hiccup, I love the the twins. Those are my favorite, to be honest with you. <laughs> I love the first movie the first movie like with the twins especially like with the dude and the girl like do you do you remember like towards the end of that movie like now because everyone hates it's one of those it's so traditional in this fashion where everyone hates the main character right they think is nerd like doesn't like him and then all of a sudden everyone everyone loves him at the end but she I, I'm trying to I trying to think of what the hell she says, but the twin girl, like then she's like all over him at, at yes. the end, and then the blonde girl just like hits her away and it's like, no, this guy's mine. I was dude, just like, yes, uh, <laughs> dude, they crack me up the two the twins, and there is an anime Netflix that I actually enjoy. It's decent, you okay. know. It's it's not all the same voice actors. Mm-hmm. Some of them are the same, not all of them, but. My kids love the show on Netflix. It's adorable. It's cute. It's fun. Um, and for this this last movie, um, I like you said, I'm really, really upset that they're not going to continue making movies. But sometimes it's okay to, to end it. Yes. Because you, yes. you don't want to continue just because you can make money off of something. You know that, you know that you're going to be successful if you make more. But... Sometimes if you just end it, you have three amazing movies that everyone enjoys and loves, and you're just going to be that trilogy that every kid can look back on as they're an adult and go, man, I movies. And it's going to be timeless. It's I feel, do, do you agree that How to Train Your Dragon is one of those movies that it's timeless? You can watch it 10 years from now and still feel everything still feel just as connected still be just as entertained and laugh and enjoy yourself right absolutely yep 110 percent. i agree with you yes it's like toy story and and shrek and all these ones that you quote over and over again you can laugh every single time you watch it on the same exact parts every time like i don't know about you but when i watch toy story the very first one every single time that <laughs> woody shoves buzz out of window i die laughing i think that's the funniest thing (laughs) and then whenever he takes the helmet and he he opens it and buzz is like gagging like on the ground and you just see this blank stare on woody's face like you've got to be fucking (laughs) and he's looking around like does anybody else see this idiot like look what i'm dealing with here and I just, every single time I laugh in the exact same moments. And I feel like you could probably do that with How to Train Your Dragon too. you know? I mean, Absolutely. how old is the first one? Isn't that yeah. first one getting kind of old too? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely been a good few years. So yeah. it's, so uh, but I'm it's. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really cute, this last one. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our episode 36 Uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, listening on, posting on our Facebook page. Please tell your nerdy friends about us so we can get more likes, views, listens, and the best of all, reviews on our page of what you guys want us to talk about on the podcast. So, 
again, you can follow us on our Facebook at the Geek Out Podcast, on our Twitter underscore Geek Out Podcast, and our Instagram at always underscore geek underscore out. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, <clears throat> the Anchor app, and Google Podcasts more. I am Spaniard, also known as Eddie. And I am Tisa Bobisa, also known as Tisa. Thanks for listening, guys. About today. If you did, share with your friends, as, as Spaniard said. Don't forget to do what you love. Play video games. Watch nerdy television shows. Share the experiences with us. And don't forget to... Geek out! Woo! <laughs> 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 I feel like what? there's a lot of rambling this time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, dude, I just, I literally went through so much water. Like, why am I squeaking right now? Like, what is going on? Right. You know what? And it was funny as you, <laughs> you brought Toy Story at the end. You know what was the, remember uh, Squeaky, <laughs> the fucking penguin? Dude, reason, was, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. That's how I feel. Yes. And I did too. I went through all of my Canada dry and I'm still <laughs> squeaking up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>